Hey girls, welcome back to the True Feminine. My name is Rachel Cheryl. I am your host for this show and I am so excited as always. It's so fun for me to just pop on here and share all the things that I've learned and really just help you girls win in your relationships. So today is our 11th episode and I'm really excited. Um, We are going to be talking about the power of observation the power of observation and knowing your worth. So um, before I get started, if you are liking this channel, this little podcast show, um, go ahead and subscribe and leave any comments for me. I love to hear from you girls. I love to connect with you and hear how this is helping you. So go ahead and do that. And then, um, yeah, we're going to jump right in. So the power of observation. How many of you girls get into relationships and you meet a guy, you like him, you have chemistry with him, you're having a lot of fun and this guy wants to hang out with you and you start thinking, oh my gosh, I'm developing feelings for this person and this person is developing feelings for me or so I think he is. Okay, how many is that? How many of you has that happened before? Probably everyone, because it's part of our nature and our DNA. Um, but what I want to teach you today is a little bit more about the feminine energy. So I know I talk a lot about masculine and feminine nature and feminine energy, and um, so I'm going to tap a little bit into that. So first of all, feminine. When you when I when I am referring to staying feminine or what feminine energy is, feminine energy is the um, Ability to be vulnerable, so it's vulnerable. It allows it. Um, it allows things in, and it doesn't allow things in. So, um, it's an allowing type of energy. It is um, slow, so it's a slower moving energy. So, masculine is very forward leaning, right? It's masculine is taking action, making things happen. It has agendas. It is strategizing, all in the head space. Um, whereas the feminine is more in the body. So it leaves that space and comes into your body and it comes into your heart space. So the feminine is very in touch with her feelings. She understands how she is feeling inside. Okay. So when we can understand and identify what we're actually feeling inside of our body, we then can communicate our needs much clearer to a man. And therefore, if we communicate our needs clearer, we usually will be able to get that need met better. So a big part of being feminine and staying in that feminine energetic space is observing, is the power to lean back. Okay, so um, I've heard it said before that feminine energy kind of leans back and masculine leans forward. So leaning forward has this aggressive, like I'm taking action mode. And uh, leaning back has this, I'm going to sit and observe the room. I'm going to see what's happening. I'm not trying to make something happen. I'm not striving for anything to happen. I'm just simply observing. Um, Now, why is this your superpower? I talk about this a lot if you follow along with me, but it is your superpower because here's the deal, girls. When you are observing, observing takes, it, it takes you having to slow down, okay? In order to observe, think about this. In order to see something clear, you need to be either stopped, still, or in slow motion, 
Okay, so I'm going to say that again. In order to see something clear, you need to either be stopped or move or um, slow. What did I say? <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, stop slow or moving in slow motion. Okay, um, the faster you're moving, the harder it is to see clear. The harder it is to read something. The harder it is to understand something. You know, the faster you move, but the slower you move the easier it is to understand understand something. So I hope you're tracking with me. Um, so in feminine energy, and when you're saying feminine, when you're moving slow and able to observe, you are able to make better decisions for yourself. You're able to collect the proper data. So I always... Um, say that, you know, dating is collecting data, right? So you're collecting that data, data, however you like to say it. Um, like a scientist, when they're doing an experiment, they're usually working at something slowly. They're usually observing, they're testing things, they're taking the time to understand something. So if a scientist does that, and people do that in life, you know, before making big decisions. So think about this. Here's another example of it. Um, well, let me finish that thought. But, you know, if a scientist is doing that, why don't we do that in relationships? Why don't we do that with men? So think about this. When you go when you go to buy a house, okay? Let's say somebody's going to buy a house. They don't just walk in and go, "Oh my gosh, this is it. I love it. I'm going to get it." They usually observe, they look into things, they look into details of things. They see if this is a good fit for them. Um, you know, when you even when you go to a store to buy clothes, I mean, sometimes we grab it off the rack. We're like, this is it, my size, I know. Um, but oftentimes we grab the pair of clothes, we grab that outfit and we go to a dressing room and we try it on. We look at it, we turn it around, we observe, is this something I'm going to like? Is this going to look good on me? I envision it, you know, and then I take it back to the dressing room and I try it on and, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you know, does this fit? Is this good? Is it cute? Am I going to like this when I get home? Does this make me feel good? Okay. So why don't we do that with men? Why don't we do that when we are dating? So often with a lot of the girls that I coach, what happens is, is that they start liking a guy after first meeting him once or hanging out with him once or twice, or the guy just slides in their DMs and is just messaging them on Snapchat or Instagram. And all of a sudden you start developing feelings for this person. Yet you haven't given it enough time to observe, to see the patterns of this person, to see, are they coming towards me? Another thing, another way that we disrupt our, our power of observation is when we step in and we take initiative, okay? So when you step in and take initiative, you remove your ability to observe clearly. So stepping in and taking initiative, I want you to think about that's an action oriented thing. So you're already operating in that masculine zone. So when you step in and take initiative, you're already in the masculine because you are moving forward. You are taking action. And, um, and by the way, I, I need to preface this before I move forward with this conversation, but you know, it's okay to be in your masculine energy. Like we're actually operating in our masculine all day long because when we're at work, we have to make things happen. We have to take initiative. You know, when we're planning an event, we've got to make things happen. But I challenge you, if you want the best results from your love life and in your romantic life, the best thing for you to do is when you come in contact with a man in relationship, um, 
you have got to learn to turn that masculine off and switch into the feminine because this creates polarization. It creates attraction and desire. It creates the ability to magnetize, okay? So just keep that in mind. But moving forward, uh, you we disrupt, as I was saying, we disrupt our power of observation when we initiate. So when we step in and when we try to take action or, and this could look like something like you text him first, you ask to hang out or you uh, start making a plan with him instead of letting him make the plan and you respond to the plan or him text you and you respond to his texts. Um, you know, that's a big difference. And so often us girls, we get really impatient. We're like, all right, look, I just need to know, like, when are we going to meet up? When's this going to happen? Is he going to make something happen? Maybe, maybe he's waiting for me. Maybe he's this, maybe he's that. No, you need to stop. You need to slow down and you need to observe and you need to say, this is my chance to collect data. This is my chance to collect valuable information about this man. That valuable information could look like this. Huh. If I don't text him, will he text me? Okay, waited a couple of days. He hasn't texted me. Okay, this is good information for me to have. As much as this is bothering me and hurting me and I just want to hang out with him, this is prime information for me to have because now I know that I'm not that much of a priority to him right now. Now I can see that, you know, I'm not on, I'm not on his uh, priority list to hang out with right now. So I'm going to observe this instead of stepping in and being like, you know what, I'm just going to text him. I'm just going to message him. I'm going to call him. Instead of doing that, you're watching to see what happens. And then you can say, okay, he did text me back. All right, how did he text me back? Did he want to hang out with me during the day and go for a hike or, you know, take me out to lunch or out to dinner? Or does he want me to come over to his house at nine or 10 o'clock at night to watch Netflix and chill or watch a movie? Those are two very, very different invites, you guys. So be careful of that. A guy who's going to invite you over later at night just to kind of like walk, go for a walk and come back and watch a movie are typically probably hoping to hook up with you in some way, shape, or form. Not always, because nothing I say is 100%. Um, it's not that black and white, but oftentimes that's a good indicator that he might want something that is not as serious as you would like. A guy who wants something serious will usually say, hey, I'd like to take you out, or hey, will you come out um, and hang, you know, let's let's go uh, to the park on Friday, you know, afternoon, something like that. Um, so just kind of be careful of those things. You know, if a guy even, and if a guy wants to make you dinner, that's okay too, but you know, make sure that you put boundaries up so that you're not falling into the trap of giving yourself away before you have the commitment that you desire and that you want. Because remember, this is about knowing your worth. And if you can observe, take the time and patience to observe this man and how he acts, how he comes towards you or how he doesn't come towards you you will save yourself a lot of headache. Okay, so I'm going to use a girl recently, totally anonymous because I will always keep all of my girls 100, 1,000% anonymous unless you give me permission to say your name or something like that. But there's a girl I've been co- coaching recently and um, you know, we, we, we 
this guy, you know, he pursued her well, okay? He was proper. He asked her to go out. He asked her, and this was from online, he asked her to, um, you know, go for a walk in the park. He wanted, you know, he was just taking all the initiative. He was coming towards her and all of these things, okay? So everything was going well. And I was, you know, coaching her through all of this. You know, everything was going well. It was going well. And then it was, you know, the, the, after about 10 days, he said, you know, I am really, I would like to be exclusive with you. Um, and if you want, I'd like you to come over and, um, or, you know, I'll cook you dinner tonight. Okay. So we're like, okay, cool. This is nice. Right. But this girl has a boundary and her boundary is that she doesn't want to have sex until she is married. So she had to break it to him. So she said, Hey, can I get on the phone with you? I just need to FaceTime you and talk to you real quick before we move forward. So she tells him, you know, honestly, I really honor myself. I value myself. And, you know, for me, this is important to me, to, you know, to wait until I'm married. And he goes, okay, that's cool, whatever, right? He responds and he's like, yeah, no worries, no worries. Gets off the phone and literally a uh, gets off the phone and then says like an hour or two or a few hours later goes, hey, um, sorry, I'm having a lot of anxiety at work. I'm feeling like mentally drained, like, or some, um, having some, you know, anxiety from work. I'm really tired. Um, I'm going to have to cancel tonight and I'm going to have to reschedule. And then he says, but it has nothing to do with our conversation earlier. So I want to point this out. That was an odd situation that happened because he was consistently coming forward and it had been like 11 days of dating and, you know, talking and he had showed up great, right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she mentions her boundary. And now he's like, oh, I'm having anxiety at work. I can't hang out, right? So what I want to point out in this situation is that she's still observing, okay? Now, this is why taking time to observe before hooking up with a guy or dating him or you know whatever it is um, is so important because what she was able, she was still finding very important things out about him. Like for example, all of a sudden she didn't even know he had some mental health issues, but now he's like, I'm, I'm struggling with, you know, he's like a, you know, anyway, I'm struggling with some things, you know, whatever. And she's like, and I told her, I said, look, you would never know if he was struggling with anything had you not given it time to see how this guy acts and responds to you and to your boundaries. So this is why we want, this is why observation is so powerful before you give commitment, before you give yourself away. Because remember, you're the queen. You're the one who he should be convincing you to be with, not you trying to convince this guy to be with you. No, you hold fast and hold strong to your boundaries, whatever your boundary is. Everybody's got different boundaries, you know? Um, hold to those boundaries, share those boundaries and see how this man responds and reacts to them. So, you know, otherwise you fall into this, you know, facade of a relationship, um, that's based solely on emotions and has no facts in it. And it has no, um, no real information that you need to know about this person. So my point to this is that this guy showed up and he was amazing, right? He came through, he was doing all these things. But about after 14 days, she just basically said, look, um, he, he starts, you know, not talk, you know, not texting her as much and all these things. And she had to say to him, hey, 
I had fun with you, but I noticed that you got a little weird after I said, you know, my boundary. And um, so I just want you to know that, um, you know, I, I'm going to move forward or, or whatever, you know, or, or she said, you know, just, just in case, or just so you know, you should probably not tell someone that you want to be exclusive if that's not something you want, you know, and he goes, yeah, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm getting, I'm not getting the story exact right now because obviously I'm pulling it out of my head, but this, the whole point of the story is that although that was disheartening and sad for her, you know, because it's always a bummer when you have a great potential and he just ends up not being great, even though it was sad and it was disappointing to her and frustrating, it was also liberating and there was a lot of victory that came from that because she did not fall into a long trap of months on end going through this relationship with this guy to find out that he's not respecting her boundaries, that he's not on the same page and he doesn't want commitment. She was able to find this out because she was able to one, be vulnerable, two, take the time to observe this man take the time to get to know him. She three was able to understand that she doesn't know him, that she's still getting to know him. And then she was able to be vulnerable and and bold enough to ask the right questions and to come from that feminine place. So my question for you is how quickly are you giving into a thought of commitment and just because you're getting attention from a man versus actually looking at the facts, looking to see what is this man actually doing? How is he showing up for me? How is he investing in me? Is he investing in me? If you are somebody who jumps the gun, if you are somebody who jumps the gun and literally like, you know, takes initiative or can't hold back, um, you know, I want you to practice this week holding back. Don't text that guy first. Don't res- wait. You only text him once he has texted you. Only respond to what has been given to you from him. And this is how you stay feminine. And this is how you operate in your superpower. I hear from girls all the time telling me, oh my gosh, I did what you said to do. And it's like magic. He, you know, it was hard for me to wait, but he did eventually show up and he did start pursuing me versus me pursuing him. And by the way, girls, if a guy doesn't pursue you when you do lean back and you do stay in the observing mode, that's also a win. This is good information for you to have, for you to go, you know what, now I'm making a better decision. I can see that this guy is not actually trying to be anything with me. So therefore, I can close that door emotionally and mentally and I can move forward, okay? So, I'm going to end I'm going to end on that note. I hope that was helpful for you guys. There are so many things I could say about this and every situation is always different. So, this is why I love to do one-on-one coaching. So, if you ever want to do one a one-on-one coaching call with me, um, you know, I have packages for that and we can talk about what that looks like, but you know, one-on-one coaching can help me really help you break it down. Um, you know, in your situation and circumstance, because every situation is different and how we talk to a man is, is what, you know, the way that we ask questions is how we get, is the, sorry, (laughs) how we communicate to a man. I'm trying to rephrase this for you guys, but how we communicate to a man, um, oftentimes determines how much power we have and how much we give away. So sometimes there's words that we use and 
the scripting that we use and it repels a man or it pushes him away or it doesn't draw him in. But sometimes there's words that we use that do draw him in. And I will try to talk about more of that in episodes in the future um, just to give you guys some ideas. But, you know, in one-on-one coaching, I talk a lot about that, like how to speak to a man. So again, I'm going to end here. And um, yeah, if you guys want to connect with me, you can connect with me on the Instagram account, The True Feminine. I am always there. I always try to get back to you girls. I always try to respond to you and um, help you out. So um, just send me messages there. And I try to help you as much as I can in the DMs. And also I do one-on-one coaching if you're ever interested in that. But hope this was helpful for you girls. I believe in you. Stay strong. Stay observing. Because when you observe, you step into your worth going, I don't need this person. I don't have to have this person. This person is lucky if he gets to have me. So I'm going to watch to see how he shows up for me. So, um, yeah, so love you guys. I hope that was helpful. Send me your messages, send me your comments. I love hearing from you and I hope you have an amazing day. Um, God bless you. Bye.